With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Be smart, lose the weight, keep it off with a doctor-recommended plan. That's Metafast. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. A smart... A smouse. That is a very small wife. Yeah, very kind of uh, wiry with uh, with whiskers. Yeah. And, uh, you know what happened to me last night? I only had a minute. You know what happened to me last night? I'm, I'm getting home at 1030 and I made my traditional stop at Barley's to pick up the goodies see for tomorrow. See if employees right? needed rides. Yeah, see if it's all right. Maybe I get a chance to pick up a fella. <laughs> Why but, were you getting home at 1030? Uh, well, that's another story. But I'm, I, I'm getting home and I pull into the garage and uh, I'm emptying out the trunk and the door's open and a fox, a little tiny fox Ooh. walks right up the driveway like, what's happening? You hey, know, did you get anything for me? Like was, a kid. Did you get anything yeah, for me? Right, he was. <laughs> he just sit there looking at me, man. Those those kittens, as they call them, fox, uh, they're uh, they're goofy. Did it have any, uh, it wasn't no, scared no, of you just, or no, mad at you? he just gotten away from my, no, no, he was just. just but that means parents were around somewhere. Yeah. But if, heck, if you would have put a bowl of milk out, he would have been happy been as right a there. clam, okay. you know, or a dead something, you know. <laughs> but uh, it was uh, I didn't mess around with him because I was afraid maybe mom would be around and bite me and be yeah. rabbit. Or you weren't going to try to train it to no, do tricks. No, 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 no. But that anything. was interesting. But I, I told you guys back in the day when I would uh, take Stout for a walk, and there was this area that he was he'd be off the leash, right along the sound wall on Highway 100, early in the spring, we encountered Mama Fox and mm-hmm. Daddy Fox sitting there, and Daddy be sitting there looking. Reading the newspaper. Well, then all of a sudden, the, the, the kittens started showing up, the little ones, and they'd hover there. And then once in a while, he'd see him and he'd take off, and he'd, it was all bramble over there, and right. he'd, he'd get come back with twigs all over yeah. and stuff. So later in the summer... He was bored with them, and he'd be walking along there. We'd be walking along. They'd come out and bark at him. Yeah, The three of them would come out and bark at him, say, come on, let's go. Right here. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, let's, yeah let's right. Go. Antagonists. Because they yeah. knew they'd run Kind of like what you do on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, right. They were, <laughs> they were trolling. Go, yeah. They got very, very high-pitched barking sound. And it just kind of went like this? Ah, he said, hey, oh, Lifted you? that front paw and said, yeah, there right. I'm done with you guys. Yeah, right. You know... Fool me 12 times, <laughs> shame on me, but I'll, not all summer I'm not going to chase you through the damn place. Okay, i got to run something by you. Yep, I'm ready. From the chief off-site correspondent of Garage Logic, how to fix Byron Buxton. Number one, 
Molitor calls him into his office. Mm-hmm. Number two, Paul says, <clears throat> Byron, some of the greatest baseball players in history have hardly ever hit home runs. Number three, Paul says, one of them was a Hall of Fame twin. Paul says, Byron, his name was Rod Carew. Mm-hmm. Paul hands Buxton a long, long tape of Rod Carew hitting. He says, copy this, Byron. Hold your bat out behind you parallel with the ground so that you are ready to move it straight through the hitting zone in one smooth arc. Paul tells Buxton he doesn't care if he ever hits another home run. Just hit some ground balls and line drives the way Carew did. Get on base and you're a superstar. My theory, he said, Buxton's swing just has too many moving parts. He needs to simplify. See what Patrick thinks of this. He does, but what he doesn't have that Rodney Carew had is magic hands. Mm -hmm. Rodney Carew had magic hands to when he got the bat going, even though he wasn't hitting with power all the time. His hands got there quick when he wanted it to. That's good. So he could wait on the baseball and then slap it on a line to left field. Buxton doesn't have. Eddie Rosario has the magic wonderful hands. Wonderful hands. Yep. Wonderful hands. Buxton, Buxton can be better than what he is, but he doesn't have great hands. He's got a long, naturally long swing. Obviously, last year they got him to you know, to get the ball in a better hitting position. He got rid of the stupid leg kick and all that stuff. And he was, you know, making the swing shorter and quicker. Now, he, the guy for him to talk to about it would be Paul Molitor. Mm-hmm. Not, he doesn't have to look at Rod Carew. Mm-hmm. He can look at Molitor. Molitor in his old age, when he got to be about 35, mm-hmm. he realized he wasn't as quick as he used to be. So he widened out his stance and basically came up with a swing that had no movement in it until he started. He had he had no you know, no preliminaries. He was just ready to hit and had a widened stance so he didn't have to stride. And, you know, he only using that approach with the twins, he had two hundred and thirty nine hits one year, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and hit three forty one. Three forty one. So well, that's can... that's the I think the guy that should be put in charge of Buxton is Paul Molitor. Get, don't have nine guys coming up and telling him stuff. Have Paul Molitor say, okay, Paul. Well, why wouldn't Molitor man, know that? I mean, why wouldn't he do that? Well, because we have our power structure and mm-hmm. we got hitting coaches and Molitor's busy with other stuff. But Molitor, he could be he could be Molitor's special project. So, Well, is he, is Bucks, can Buxton be accused of trying to hit home runs too much? Or is that just no, a function just, of a, just a long swing? It's a function swing. of his swing. Yeah. yeah, it's a function of his fairly long swing. And he does he does generate some power once in a while. He hit, what, nine home runs in a month? Uh, mm-hmm. la- was it last year? Yeah, because he had three in the one game against Toronto. Yeah, in September he hit, uh, yeah, he hit, uh, hit nine home runs. Where is he but, now in the DL? Nope, they just uh, activated him. start tonight him. in Rochester. He's in Rochester. Rochester. Yeah, they just, they just put him in Rochester. Yes. And Big Tubby is down in Fort Myers. He's in Fort Myers, played last night, went two for four, had a uh, game-winning double, I think I saw, but uh, he probably won't play tonight. He's going to be, he probably won't even make road trips with them unless they're right up the road to Port Charlotte or something. They're more worried about conditioning than, than mm-hmm. anything else. So. And weight loss, right? Well, yeah, just some idea that, you know, you can tuck your shirt in when you play. It would be, you know, that's, at least let him get to that point where he's 
275 or 280 instead of 295. You know? Well, according to Dave Dahl, they, they'll get the game in tonight. All right, good, because I saw the forecast said early evening showers, but, uh, you know. Light and scattered. You know what they could really use tonight, even though Barrios is pitching for them? They could use a game that lasts two innings and then gets a two-and-a-half-hour rain delay so Sale can't come back out <laughs> and they get to face somebody else. Because little Mother Chris Nature Sale is pitching tonight for them. and This team is so left-handed, and he is by far the the funkiest, best left-hander in baseball, and except for Kershaw and in L.A., and now Kershaw's banged up a little bit, but... I don't see this. Now, they've done some damage somehow through the years when he was with the White Sox, but I I don't see the boys putting up a big number tonight. But so, they got Barrios pitching, so it could be a 2-1 game. So Boston and New York are having another nice race. Oh, man. They're both great. Yeah. Uh, Boston's got uh, a guy who's, even though he was on, a, he had a 10-day DL stint, Mookie Betts, the little guy. Oof. Man, is he having a year. I watched the Yankee game last night. They were on MLB Network against the Nats. I know Rook is going to be thrilled with that news. But uh, yeah, way to go, loser. If those guys find a way to get a starting pitcher, they mm-hmm. are. it's going to be tough to beat those guys. Well, they They're won, loaded. What, they won 114 and then went 11-1 and one in the postseason. When was that, 2000? What yeah. year did they win 114? Who, the Yankees? Yankees. I don't Whenever know. it was. Whenever it 2000, was. 2000, yeah. That's, this team's better than that team. Yeah. But that doesn't have the dominant starting pitching, but uh, boy, they're good. Oofed. Every time, Joe, they keep calling up these kids that are one of them's better than the next. This this Torres that they got from the Cubs for Raldis Chapman and then ended up re signing Raldis Chapman is fantastic. And he's 20 years old. Yeah, well, the rich get richer, Patrick. Yeah, but they've done a real good, not only got richer, but they've done a real good job with uh, identifying young. Latin American players and signing them. How about the note? So, Joe, Washington called up their their next hot prospect, this kid called yes. Jorge Soto. Soto, mm-hmm. 19 years 19 old. 19 years Broke old. Into the big leagues. Yesterday, the Yankees and the Nats played a partial game that was uh, a, a redo suspended from a suspended from a game. a month ago yeah. in Washington. And he hit a home run that went about 7,000 feet. And when that game had started, he was not on their big league no. roster. In fact, <laughs> when you look at his... Major League debut date in years from now, in baseball reference, it will have his Major League debut five days after his first home run. Because <laughs> he got called up five days after this game that was suspended. So, uh, But he's supposed to be something. That's yeah. a math thing. Yeah. Hey, to take us into break. Time I'm travel, man. 1977 Gene Mock talking about Rod Carew. Okay, and they'll take us into the break. Everybody knows that uh, Ted Williams had the greatest pair of eyes that uh, had ever been tested in a naval cadet uh, program. And Rod Carew has eyes of that caliber. I've been told by doctors that people that are under great stress don't have uh, the benefit of their uh, best eyesight. Both of these players, Ted Williams and Rod Carew, are so extremely relaxed and so confident because of the knowledge of the fact that they are great hitters that they operate daily at their best level of efficiency as far as their eyesight is concerned, I, I believe in that. Hitting 400 is, is it's a great feat, you know, because uh, guys are going to hit home runs every day. Get the perfect But throw. when you get 240, 250 <laughs> hits throughout a season, I think it's an amazing feat to, to accomplish. You've already hit. Gene had his theories. Yep.
I heard you talking to Tim Heron yesterday. Yes. Boy, he had a good outing in 04 at uh, Shinnecock. Yes, yes, 11. Played the got, final day with Tiger Woods. Yes, beat him. And then he got, he thinks that's where he got Lyme disease. Yeah. He thinks that he got, that that's where he picked up well, the tick the, and he the, had Lyme disease. The theory in this country is that Lyme disease originated in Lyme, Connecticut. Which is oh, right there. That's where the, the name comes from. Yeah, it's right there off that. the Long Island Sound. Really? <laughs> and uh, oh boy, some caller will correct me, but uh, it, it was wasn't it? it? Had something to do with Plum Island too, but hmm. I can't remember what. But I think it originated in Lyme, Connecticut. Really? Hmm. Well, anyway, I'm surprised I, it didn't. I am surprised it didn't disable him longer than it did. Yeah, yeah, he bounced back fairly well, but some there there are I think different. Uh, degrees of it, obviously. But he finished eleventh in all four. Yeah, yeah that's that's said, that's a good showing. Yeah, yes, and uh, he said on on Sunday he uh, he, be, he beat Eldrick on Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's uh, as, uh, I thought it was a pretty good quote. He said, "Well, he's got mixed emotions because he wanted to play in the Champions right. Tournament. I'm almost fifty. He's basically he's going to be fifty, and uh, I think his first tournament will be." You think he turns 50 in February of 2020, so he'll be ready for the whole mm-hmm. the whole schedule that year. Yes, and he's good. I mean, he's good shape. He's got enough money to qualify to walk right out there and start playing. Yeah, so. and he'll make some money on that tour. He got four wins, you know. Yeah, he was a that's, Honda Classic winner. Honda Classic, Bay Hill, Colonial, and Houston. Where was the other one? I think he has. I think he's got four. Colonial. Bay Hill and uh, Honda was his first one. I remember that. I remember being in. Uh, I remember being in uh, spring training, thinking, you know, he's got a chance. I should drive over there, but I didn't. And then he won the damn thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it was. Let's see. Ninety six. Bay Hill, Lacantara, Texas. Oh yeah, he won the Texas Open. Texas Open too. Yeah, San Antonio. I believe he he was where the uh, his other one was. That's four wins. That's a pretty good career. He's a, he can still move it. He told me he hits it as far when I talked to him a couple of weeks ago when he got home from the Colonial that he's hitting it as far as he did. He just you know, did he uh, just go through a stretch here where he made about three checks in a row. Uh, was that I think no, it was last year, year, wasn't it? Oh yeah, he just yeah. had he, he was just he had, had some good this just recently. Well, he had the a stretch. Colonial, the Colonial is where he finished. Uh, 11th, 10th or 11th, tied for 10th, tied for 10th, I think. And he got a nice check, 100 and some thousand dollars. Well, he didn't, t- Masters, his best Masters finish 11 and 05. U.S. Open best finish 6th in 99. The Open Where Champion. 6th in 99? Where was that played? Uh, I'll you, click on it. You click on that. Pinehurst. Ooh, man. And then the That's Open Championship. British Open. year daily hit a moving ball. At Pinehurst in '99, really? Yep. But it was, was that Michael Campbell, uh, or was that, or was that the next one at there? Remember Michael? I, I don't know who won the Open in '99. That was I was there. It was so damn hot you couldn't breathe until. Well, do you Sunday. know where the PGA this year is? It's at Bell Reeve in St. Louis, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be a that's a sweat me. box. Uh, the thing about the Lumpster is, Payne Stewart, by the way, won that one. Oh, okay. That was when Phil missed the oh, putt. Yeah. Phil one missed stroke the putt ahead of Phil. Yep. And Piners, was, Campbell must have won it six, seven years later uh, down there. But the thing about the Lumpster is he's not the most, doesn't, from a distance, you don't see him as the most physically fit guy. Mm-hmm. 
always plays great in hot weather. That's when he's always played the played his best. It's uh, I, think I wonder it, why that is. I think well it gets hydrated. he's well it, hydrated. I think it gets him loose. <laughs> I think okay. it gets him loose. But he's always had his best success uh, for the most part in hot weather. He, he all of a sudden he'll pop up and have a great nothing hurts in, in hot weather. That's my yeah. love of hot yeah, weather. Yeah, if you don't, if you don't get the giant whirlies. Oh, you don't have to get, get the whirlies. If you don't get the whirlies. You got the whirlies at Hazel if you drink, all the time. If you drink enough Diet Cokes. That'll yeah. give you the whirlies. Yeah, that's what the problem is. You got to drink water instead no, of Diet Coke. The, the worst whirlies I ever had was at Hastings. Oh, I thought it was at Hazeltine. Uh, well, I had them there, too. But yeah. uh, Hazel the at, whirlies. At, at Hastings, we were walking it. Yeah. On a 95-degree day, which was not a good decision. No. And I got the whirlies. Did you I have was, to leave the grounds? Damn near by ambulance. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I got, uh, I, I couldn't make it up the hill. I had to bring out the golf cart and haul my fat rear end up to the clubhouse. Get you in some cool, air conditioning. Cool me off a little bit. Yeah. And then I said, yeah. By the way, hell of a golf course. It's uh, had a lot of uh, financial troubles out there when they built their uh New clubhouse and stuff, but it's a. Uh, I think it's now uh, owned by a corporation or something. So it Hastings. still exists. Yes, that was a hell of a golf course. Reeves, see what line one was. It might be a. Uh, it might be a, an adjudicated uh, reference Correction. to the uh, truncated uh, information we had previously. <laughs> yeah. No, they, we lost. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I had something I was going to ask you. What the hell was it? Uh, the lumpster, anyway, is uh, yeah. He'll. I think he'll probably if he can putt, he'll be okay on the senior turf. Or he wanted. He said he wants that five years. You know, that fifty to fifty-five was mm-hmm. when those guys. Most of them make hay then. You know, there's a few exceptions. Hale Irwin and Longer, but most of them do all their make cash all their checks the first four or five years when they're rookies out there. Well, if you look him up, he's probably made about $15 million. Well, more tour. than that, I think 21 or 22. Oh, his Wikipedia one. listed 19 when I was 19. looking at it 19 mil? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, if he kept half, he's doing great. Yep. Every well, year. Uh, if, we, if we could keep him out of the sunset, whatever it's called now, the old sunset on Noisetta. Oh, yeah. He might buy a round or two in there in his day, lobster. <laughs> Every year, uh, Wax Hands does a charity event for St. Jude. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the Heron family involvement is, but his kids are always there. Uh, and they make a wax hand and they go to the play. And Tim will occasionally go there, too. But there, there are many versions of Lumpy, but in way better shape. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're they're, I, I they're really say, nice kids. They're fun. His, his wife Ann, who's going straight to heaven. I'll never forget at Oak Hill when he's in contention at the PGA, hot and steamy, and she's carrying the one year old around, Ooh. and that kid was like three bowling balls. In. <laughs> I don't know how she did it. it but see, hot and steamy, and yeah. he was in contention. Yes, yeah. Sports serious. Talk will return shortly, but now thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Frank Miller from the Wall Street Journal, and your money now. Well, the Dow's on a streak, and it's not a good one. The index dropping for the sixth straight day. As a matter of fact, the index has now dropped all of its gains that it's made so far this year. The index down around 287 points. The S&P down 11. The Nasdaq down by 21. This comes after President Trump threatened to place more tariffs on more Chinese goods. In response, China's Ministry of Commerce called it blackmail. 
While this tariff talk may be impacting the housing market, the Commerce Department said today that new home construction soared in the month of May, but future building permits plummeted. That says builders are becoming a bit more concerned about tariffs being placed on the stuff they need, like imported lumber and other building materials. And it looks like Alexa could be heading to court. A company called VOIPPAL is filing a lawsuit against Amazon, accusing Alexa's calling and messaging services of infringing on its patents. The case was filed in District Court of Nevada and accuses Alexa's calling and messaging system of using VOIPPAL's patented technologies. Those four patents, by the way, were used against Apple in another case. VOIPPAL is already engaged in legal actions against AT&T, Verizon, and Twitter. I'm Frank Miller with Your Money Now, 1500 ESPN. Hey Alexa, who's up next? Sorry, I don't know the answer to your question. Oh, must be Kenny Soulman Olson. Okay, that's uh, fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and this one's sponsored by Boost Mobile. Uh, we have uh, what was a lane blocker, westbound 94, prior to Cedar. It's over on the right shoulder now, but traffic's slowing right around the river bridge. And we still have a cleanup crew on the scene of an earlier semi-crash. They're taking the right lane northbound 35W in the curve into the Crosstown Commons. No effect on the flow there. Just keep a wary eye in the ready. Switch to Boost and get three lines, each with unlimited gigs for $100. Every time she smiles And when I come to her That's where I belong Yet I run into her That can't be Van Morrison. Like no. Yeah, it's Van. Is that Van? It is. Very early. 70s. Crazy love. I thought somebody covered she it. Me love I don't think any any musician has ever sang this in a club and went home alone. <laughs> that's my, that's my uh, assessment of the situation. Get on line one. That's Warren. All right. And peace. Warren, go ahead, please. Yes, I know you and, and Patrick have been to the Baseball Hall of Fame. My son and I are planning a trip there for the induction on the 28th, and we're wondering what would be best to get there like on Thursday and Friday and go through the hall and everything and then go back on on Sunday or get there on on Saturday or Friday or Saturday and then have the early part of the week to uh, go through the hall. Uh, either or. Uh, if you stick around and go on Monday, it'll be a lot more uh, relaxed than uh, if you try to get in on Friday or Saturday, probably. Yeah, yeah probably that's right. All right, have a good time, Warren. Well, thank you very much. All right. Here's John Height in the newsroom. Thank you, Joe. It's cloudy and 66 degrees. Twins, they open up a three-game series against the Red Sox tonight at Target Field. Jose Barrios against Chris Sale. Uh, Dave Dahl did say uh, they'll probably get the game in. Shouldn't be a problem. Might have some so, rain. Uh, am I, are they facing, did David Price win the Young or? Yeah, with Tampa, didn't he? I don't know. Not I don't sure. Know. Are, they facing, are they facing three Cy Young Award winners? Yeah, well, Porcello won it. Yeah. Porcello. Well, I don't know. Did Sale, Sale must have Did Sale win it? I don't know. All I know is you got Sale, Price, and uh, Porcello. Yeah, you, got, yes. you got your hands full. David Price won it in 2012 with oh, Tampa. Okay. Did yeah. Sale win it? I can't remember. Hang on. <laughs> Boy, I'm... I'm not up on the Cy Young winners. Well, Porcello won it two years ago. Minnesota Lynx in action tonight. They're at home playing the Dallas Holy Wings. cow, it'll be chaos down there tonight. Crowded in the target mm-hmm. uh, venues. Chris Sale only finished second in 2017. He okay. has never won the Cy Young Award. All right. News notes from today. A 34-year-old Blaine woman with three previous driving while impaired convictions now has been charged with two counts of DWI after police say she crashed her vehicle at Ham Lake Friday night. 
According to court documents, Catherine Marie Ludke's preliminary breath test posted a .175, nearly double the legal limit. Officers noted in the report she was wearing a T-shirt that read, Alcohol you later. I'll, I'll call you later. Crazy. Take me drunk. I'm home. <laughs> Initially My told, favorite State Fair t-shirt uh, I ever saw in a guy in the crowd. Ludke initially told officers she was not driving, but she later said she was driving to pick up a relative at the time of the crash. They found her car about 50 feet off the road in a ditch. How come two DWIs, Johnny? How come two? I'm sorry. You said she got charged She got charged with two DWIs? Two counts of DWI. Yeah, that, okay. uh, I don't know how that works. Yeah. Truthful. I mean, I'll, one for she, lying. One for the T-shirt. One for the shirt. Well, she was charged for refusing to take the breath oh, test. Oh, okay. that, that also. Roseville's latest Minnesota city to raise the legal age for buying tobacco. City council voting unanimously to raise the age to 21 last night. Council member Robert Wilmus, who brought the issue to city council last year, noted he especially liked seeing all of the youth who were in the audience. He said, for me, where it really hits home is with the young people and what we can do to stop them from starting. Can they vap? Vape? Vape. Vape. <laughs> vape. Why are you vaping? Can you yeah. vape? What is vaping? Can they sir? vape? Uh, you can't buy that stuff. And let, so until you can't 21. buy that stuff now till 21. 21. Too. That's correct. In that city. Roycey, what's a dirty martini? Just full of olive juice. Really, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah neither do I. I've it's, heard of them. It's, yeah, it's a got debris in it. It's, no. have the, it's National Martini Day, so I'm scrolling <laughs> through this on Twitter, okay. and I keep seeing references to a dirty martini. Hmm. Yeah, it's got like a, the brine and stuff in it. I not had just a the, Virgin Mary last night at the place I was at. And they could have had six shots of vodka in there, and I couldn't have tasted it because it was so damn spicy. It was too hot. Yeah, too spicy is not good. You Catholics name drinks after uh, holy people. Huh? Well, the was there a do. Jesus on the menu? The bar is do. The bar, no, he was the, the bartender. Bar I have mixed drinks with emotions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a Tom Waits wow. line, isn't it? I don't know. The Trump administration expects. What's your favorite gin, Pat? Uh, my Bombay. favorite was Tangeray or Bombay. Why are you torturing him? Tangeray or Bombay. Okay. Yeah, they're the top two. Mm-hmm. Boodles isn't bad. And well, what was the, the best Tangeray you want to get Rangpur? That's the that's really good. Mm-hmm. What's the gin with the beef eater on the gut? Beef oh, eaters. Beef eaters. <laughs> beef yeah. eaters. That's fine, too. What are these martinis that are colored? I'm seeing pink and orange. That's a cosmopolitan. Yellow and brown martinis. You're going to have gross. one tonight, huh? Okay. Oh, you're probably going to have an apple teeny or a cosmopolitan. I've sworn off gin. Um, mm-hmm. and that, that happened about 20, 25 years ago. <laughs> Make a vodka I martini. haven't had any gin. No, mm-hmm. that's not a martini. Don't get Roycey started no, on that. No, that's not. That's no. not a martini. Does a martini have to be gin? Yes. Well, they say they vodka martinis, but I say that they're not in gin gin is the purity of the right. martini is gin you pour in the vermouth you shake it around you dump it out you add the gin <laughs> <laughs> what do you say wave the cap at it just uh-huh. wave the cap over it <laughs> richard ricey would be celebrating today National Martini Day. Yeah. Of course, he'd be celebrating tomorrow, too. <laughs> right. And he would have prepared yesterday <laughs> this week. And he might even try vapping. <laughs> Trump administration expected to announce this afternoon the U.S. is withdrawing from the United Nations Human Rights Council. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo and U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley will use a joint statement in Washington about four-hour time to announce and explain the departure from the 47-member council. 
A senior official said the UNHRC protects human rights abusers, allows them to serve on the council, and shows bias in rendering decisions. The official saying that countries like China, Egypt, and Russia work to undermine U.S. reform efforts, that the council has passed more resolutions this year condemning Israel than Iran, Syria, and North Korea combined. Well, that's why we're mad? Yes. Okay. The world's oldest Sumatran orangutan, which had 11 children and 54 descendants spread across wow. the globe, has died at the age of 62. How do they keep that good a track of an orangutan, Johnny? Well, he's been in uh, forever in custody, shall oh, we say. Oh, okay. He's so, been in... Uh, yeah, he's not in the wild. Was okay. this the one that called into GL, Rook? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah, the one that... That's the one that said Bronco could bring it. Right. Bronco right. could bring right. it. Bronco yeah. could really bring it. <laughs> I think it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is what you want to dial? Your success. Right. Well, Bronco could really bring it. <laughs> Puan, that's the name of the orangutan, which is Indonesian for lady, died at Perth Zoo, where she'd lived since being gifted by Malaysia in 1968. Uh, her genetics count for just under 10% of the so global... So they stole her out of the wild, out of mm-hmm. the arms that's of correct. her mother, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. sent her to an internment camp. Yes, right. That's where right. she finally died of depression <laughs> yes, and old right. age. Primate supervisor Holly Thompson says, get this, her genetics count for just under 10% of the global zoological population wow. of orangutans. 11 kids, 54 descendants in the U.S., Europe, Australia, and the jungles of Sumatra. Her great Are, are, they, are they endangered, Johnny? The uh, orangutan? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. I don't believe so. You can, you can get them. You yeah. can get them. She lived to be 62 normally. They lived to be... You, you know what the uh, trouble with the orangutan population is? Huh. They are cl- so closely associated to us that some of them are just making the transformation during their lifetime and becoming human beings. That's my, <laughs> so it's happening as, they are, as you speak. They are our closest relatives, the orangutans. Well, so, they know how to put T-shirts on because I've seen that at Como Zoo. <laughs> <laughs> some say the traffic guy is one. <laughs> yes. Uh, That's just because of the hairy back. Nick Charles drank 21 martinis in the Thin Man, (laughs) the very first of that series. Very (laughs) funny movies. Yeah. Hour and 15 minutes, but very funny. The Thin Man series were great. Yeah. Uh, This is a tough one. An Indonesian man died Friday after a coffin carrying the body of his mother fell from a stilt tower and crushed him to death. I know. I'm glad you had that reaction because that's what, what are you going to do. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? You can't. It's too late. Dang to, it, Mom. It's We're going to do something. To feel sorry for him now. We're going to do something really special with Mom. When she goes. What was she Why doing was Mom up on there? a tower? Yeah, well, what, they, what the they do that, as you'll see in a minute uh, in this uh, area. A 40 year old Simon Kandurora was killed after the coffin <laughs> fell off the funeral tower during the service for Mom Berta Kandurora mm-hmm. on the island of Sulawesi. He was serving as a pallbearer for mom's funeral when the other pallbearers uh, bearers carried it up the ladder to place onto what's called a lackeyan, an mm-hmm. ornately carved tower where the deceased is placed before elaborate traditional funeral rites. Do we burn the tower then? Nope, no, no. However, the staircase crumbled underneath the group's feet. The coffin dropped 10 feet and landed on the sun. I would like to see Richard Royce's reaction if this was made, uh, this request this was made of him in the 60s. Yeah, I don't We're going to need a tower, Mr. Royce. Well, I, I would blame the guys working the handles for not being strong they enough. They weren't strong enough. Yeah, you got to work the handles. This is a different one. This one is covered. I can hear a heartbeat for a thousand miles. 
Ray Charles. That's Ray Charles, and then uh, Van Morrison joins him. Wow. Pretty good. There's a CD that, is it uh, Ray, other people sing with Ray, Ray Charles. Charles duets or something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Gotcha. He was blind. <laughs> really? Thanks, Kenny. Who can play? How did he play the piano? I don't get it. By Braille. <laughs> the, uh, you know what is the sad thing? I damn near said that. <laughs> well, maybe they were Braille keys. No, no, I damn near said, you know, Rachel, I think he was blind. <laughs> and Kenny, and I decided, nah, I'm not going to say that. And boom, a second later. Uh, Transference. The state fair is two months away now. Oh, we're doing this food. Yeah, okay. We're doing food again. Okay, Garage right. Logic, we did food, and now we have to do You will have rookies' talk. undivided attention. Okay. Of course I will. Uh, I just uh, handpicked a few here because some of them are just normal things, that, mm-hmm. you know, not a big deal. But uh, let's start with the uh, at Midtown Global Market Mama D's, the barbecue split. Scoops of barbecue pulled pork. Pork. Yeah, pork, too. Mac and cheese and coleslaw. All served side by side. So it's a little bowl with all those in one bowl. Can you get out without the coleslaw? I'm uh, not a coleslaw Just a guy. bowl of shame. Possibly, <laughs> yeah. yes. Just like at the crappy, uh, crappy, crappy coffee, coffee shop. Yeah. No substitutions. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, Black uh, coffee. Uh, this one uh, we're all very excited about at O'Gara's. Irish tater kegs. Jumbo deep fried tater tots made with a blend of corned beef, sauerkraut, Swiss cheese, sour cream, and potatoes. House-made Thousand Island dressing and nestled on a bed of sauerkraut. Mm. That sounds gross. Okay. That sounds delicious. No, that's I right love, up your alley. I love Dan O'Gara, but that is gross. <laughs> sounds delicious. Uh, Mancini's Al Fresco. If you like Italian food, uh, this, do. this is pretty simple. The Messi Giuseppe, mm. a blend of seasoned ground beef, Italian pork sausage, smothered in marinara, sprinkled with Parmesan cheese, served on Italian bread. I'm having one. That mm-hmm. sounds very good. Yep, Ooh. I'm going to have one. You had the pig wings from there? Man, those will defeat you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lulu's Public House has pepperoni chips, which apparently are deep fried. So you have chips that are pepperoni, and they'll have a roasted red pepper so cheese very sauce. Dip thinly thinly like a sliced, sliced pepperoni. pepperoni. Yeah. Yep. Wow. And they deep fry the pepperoni meat, and it becomes what they're calling a chip? I'm assuming. Yes. It says mm-hmm. uh, oh, you can bake them or fry them. Pepperoni doesn't have enough uh, fat in there. Let's get let's deep fry it. Huh? <laughs> At Giggles, the oh. turducken sausage sandwich, Ooh, turkey, duck, and chicken served on a fennel bun, a side of Giggles sweet and saucy relish. I don't know if that's is that in patty form it's, or no. It, I, they had a picture. I didn't see the picture. It's yet. A, a sausage. It's a sausage. Yes, sausage. There you go. I got it. sausage. Okay. You know what I'm saying. I think I got you. Got you. Okay. Thank you for I showing like me what you a like sausage a looks like. <laughs> I like a patty. I like a good patty. Mm. I like to fart. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to say something. Wow, else. that was reaching weird. From the band of... I uh, think didn't, there's that old picture of Blylevin always on the internet that yes. uh, with it in the T-shirt. I love the fart. You know? <laughs> At, uh, Hall of Famer right there. Right there. Right there. That's Hall of Famer. At Tejas Express, wood-grilled elote. You guys know what elote is? No. No, it's no, no. but you got to tell us. It's corn. So this is corn on the cob grilled over an oak wood fire, brushed with chili spiced mayo and sprinkled with queso cotejilla oh, yeah. and fresh lime sauce. So it's like the uh, corn that you can buy on the uh, west side right off of uh, 
uh, right off of Robert Street. Really? That person has the stand. They got it that mail. Delicious. It's really yeah, good. We all know where that is. We, we, <laughs> right by the uh, west side. Especially our outstate listeners. They, yep. they know exactly what you're talking <laughs> about. Hey, they do, because they're the ones that come to the state fair. And last but not least, are any of these offerings not complicated? I've heard you mention all these no, conglomerations of many different mm-hmm. foods Complex. mixed into we one. Got, we got one here. Uh, can I get a hot dog? Can I get sure. a bleeping sure. hot dog? Uh, not only can you get that, but at uh, the gas station grill, you can get a zesty peanut butter and jelly sausage sandwich. See, that's what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about. You don't complicated. need the sausage. Peanut butter, jelly, and cayenne pepper and cilantro no. mixed in with the no. meat. Okay. No, cilantro. no, I've got one for Kenny. Here's no. Kenny. Here's the Kenny. only one. Rooks go. Blueberry rhubarb cobbler. I that's want good. that's what you got. I want a bologna and ketchup sandwich. <laughs> you sons of bitches with you. American cheese, right? With yes. Velveeta. Yeah. Yes. With Velveeta, a true farmer American cheese. I don't even know what it is. <laughs> looks like cheese. Yeah, it looks like. Cheese. You know, it's you know, it'd be fun if we were going to the fair this year. But I've heard rumors we're not going to be at the fair. This <laughs> I'm not going to do that again. We're huh? not going to survive year. that long. No, is that no. what it is? <laughs> no, no. Every year. We just decided, you know, there's really no purpose in going to the fair and making those was appearances. It a so year? I, was it two years ago when you declared, "I ain't signing nothing"? <laughs> that was two. It Fair. Was that you and I have a new marketing gimmick for the fair that we can't unveil yes, yet. That's so true. Uh, it's going to be. Fantastic. I own the rice, so I'm, I'm interested to see how you're going to pull this off. You don't own squat. <laughs> so Kenny, you're going to be at the fair then with us? And uh, no, I've got a person that's taking my place. He's going to peddle this crap. <laughs> Oddly enough, um, due to their recent success. Uh, my talk 107 has been given our front porch and building, and we're going to be under a little <laughs> nine by nine tent uh, somewhere else. We're going to have that milking room that they always have for the women. <laughs> yeah. Lactation station. Mil- yeah. I guarantee it's there. Milk house. People. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, only ours has windows. Why does it have so much artwork? Why is there so much artwork on these walls? Here? How come the eyeballs move? <laughs> We got in trouble a couple of years ago when I was on that station for putting up a sign that said free samples. Oh, <laughs> they, uh, they were Did you have any uh, contests? See if you could hit a Slurpee cup at 10 paces? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, restaurants, August 23rd. Yeah, that's when it starts. It's early. You know, I, if I only have, a, let's say, a few months left, yeah. yeah, I hope it's before August twenty third. That's all. You know, if I'm going to be dead a year from now, I hope it's before August twenty third. Yeah. That's all I got. To say. I understand that because every Wednesday, I think I just want to live through the weekend. You take me home Monday, Tuesday, but after Wednesday, I need the weekend, sir. I, uh, I'm not. I'm not with you, Pat. I like the fair. Okay, well, I like to head out. Of sure, there. you like beer in the sun and. Yeah. You know, have a beer afterwards. Well, up to your beer's right. good. I can have beer. It's tough for him to have just one. You know. Okay. <laughs> All right, a restaurant in China. Here we go. Forced to shut its doors after an all-you-can-eat promotion backfired and sent them deeply into debt. The owners of the Jaminer Hot Pot <laughs> Restaurant in Sichuan Province said the deal offered all-you-can-eat meals for nineteen bu- uh, bucks a month. What? Yep. Yeah. Led to the restaurant's downfall when customers started sharing their cards with friends and family members. Oh, okay. The promotion caused the restaurant's number of daily customers to skyrocket to more than 500 a day with no profit coming <laughs> into the business. Who thought it was a good idea, Johnny? Su Ji, the co-owner mm. of the eatery. 
said uh, they didn't have much business expertise at the top of, of the restaurant. It's like buying a book of car wash. Right. <laughs> you just hand them out. Yeah, Only it was it. dinner. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. Coming up at the TCL Broadcast Studios. Bob Demosky uh, will give us an update on Minnesota's other NFL team, the Packers, post-minicamp Packers conversation, and for our East Metro listeners. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jim Cott will be with us and all kinds of other good stuff, including... Uh, the Mexican uh, fans who are in Russia are being uh, chastised for uh, uh, using uh, uh, homosexual slurs at the opposing goaltenders. So, uh, and they've recommended the the Mexican team has recommended this song that they sing instead of that. And we'll give you a preview of what that song. What is the final like. game? When's the World oh, Cup God. title? We haven't even started. All right, it's a month. We're not even a week into it. The thing lasts a month. 1500 ESPN is KSTP St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's 65, and the ride with Roycey is up next.